This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Stealing a bit shit in the dragon pit. Called her kill day. <laughs> I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> Emily Axford. Newly emerging as a serpent usurpant. You liope. I got so excited that I said calliope. Calliope. I thought you said you liope. I'm going to say. I'm going to say that whenever you do a deception check. (laughs) We're like, you liope, Petrichor, please. Um, and then, of course, Caldwell Tanner. Stunning striker who looks great in a tie, sir. Saul Buffo. What? <laughs> it just You haven't gotten a chance to see him in a tie yet, but he looks really good. He I don't know that we've had the tie yet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't completely rhyme. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. It, I, I would argue it, it doesn't rhyme a, at all, but let's say. A stretch and a slant. Yeah. Rhyme, <laughs> interesting. Right. Yeah. Stretch well, and a slant. I mean, but that's why, how I tie a tie is I stretch it out and then I do a little slant. All right. He's doing the gymnastics yep, to make it work. It. He made it work. It all checks out. Yep, he pulled I mean, it up. Monks are good at gymnastics. He so. pulled it up. Uh, and with that, let's go ahead and do a little recap. So last time, you snuck into the Dragon Summit at Labrix's old lair. There, Callie used a clairvoyance potion to spy and learn that Queen Umberspore and Elzor had been kidnapped by the Greens. Uh, You snuck into the basement to free them, then donned the masks of their captors as you led them out into the Colosseum Pit in False Bindings. Yeah. Then, Glenfear Gladewin took center stage and addressed the arena, saying that he had a powerful new weapon that he could use to kill the king. Glen unveiled a young green dragon in a strange mask that seemed to harness the power of the wild. Suddenly, though, you received a surge of power from Beatrix, who lit up the magic lanterns around the arena and set the whole place on fire. <laughs> During the chaos, uh, Umberspore, Saul, and Calder leapt into action against the green dragon while Callie chased Glen down a magma tube. Goodbye, Epi. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I only do bad rhymes for myself. (laughs) Everything else is fucking gold. Is that your mouth? All uphill from the run. (laughs) He started low at the beginning of the episode. He can only go up. Um, Callie emerged on the other side in a strange demiplane that appeared as a reflection of the arena you were just in. There, she saw the serpent weakened by an arcane collar and snatched out of the air by Venomol, the lead dragon of Glenn's order. Uh, Meanwhile, Saul and Calder were ambushed by the High Prince Cobalt. 
As they battled the adult blue dragon alongside Queen Umberspore, Glenn revealed to Callie his true motives, war and chaos in the living wood. Glenn is a Crick Elf who became disenchanted after they hid their home away instead of conquering their enemies. Glenn believes his machinations will eventually be pinned on the Crick, and he can lead them to war to finally prove their greatness. Callie was sympathetic and asked if she could just see the serpent. As she got close, though, she was able to outmaneuver Glenn and Venimal, slashing the collar from the serpent's neck and yes. freeing it. As Callie and Foster mounted the serpent, Glenn shouted from the depths and Venimal pounced into action. And that's where we are now. Fuck. So. <laughs> Wait, it's why been a minute. A, Can't be there why now. Why do you have a fucking <laughs> <laughs> look in your eye? <laughs> because we are back in initiative, baby. Uh, so <laughs> Callie and Glenn have just gone. So uh, she has used a bonus action to give a bardic to the serpent. She used her action to cut the collar uh, from around its neck. Uh, it is now free and facing down Venomal. So both of you guys are uh, kind of floating there. Glenn has already acted. He was too slow to hit Callie. Uh, the right. arrows kind of just <laughs> plunked into the ground um, as you uh, used your maneuvering flourish to move yourself 15 feet to the side. Um, so free from this arcane restraint, the serpent is free to act, facing down Venomal. Um, and it is beginning to charge its breath weapon as Venomal does the same, jumping up and rising to meet the serpent in the <sighs> air. They are going to act on the same initiative, which is right now. Whoa. Uh, Callie, is there... I mean, you don't really have a turn, but you can try to do something to bond with the serpent. It seems like you already have... This serpent already sees you as an ally, but not as, like, you know, its master or anything and like that. And I'm not trying to be that. I think that... Truthfully, in this moment, I am just so happy that this little creature is free. And so I think I'm just clinging to its neck and it it will do as it will do. You see, Foster, right next to you, um, is all puffed up, red eyes. The serpent's eyes are glowing red. You see that there is a projectile of poison breath shooting from Venomal's mouth uh, that meets this dimension-altering breath of the serpent. Uh, sort of like a circle of, of storm, of lightning and vines. It looks like a tornado shooting from the serpent's mouth that sort of shifts reality around it. You see shocks of lightning, thorns and vines meet Venomal's poison breath. Um, and there is just an explosion that envelops everyone in the arena that envelops uh, the serpent, envelops the dragon. Uh, Callie, I'm going to need you to do a con saving throw, and Venomal will do the same as you are both enveloped by your enemy's breath. Okay. Ooh. Really bad. I got a seven. <sighs> Callie, you take 58 damage. <laughs> it is the most pain you've ever felt. You're just hanging on. You feel your armor begins to rot away as this poison hits you. You try to hold your breath, but you instinctively kind of let out a gasp from the pain of like the acid and the poison breath hitting you. Um, and you feel some like poison shoot up your nose uh, and you feel yourself begin to lose consciousness. I... As I'm losing consciousness, I think I just cling to the little creature and I say, I'm not going to leave you again. You cling onto the serpent 
as you see your field of vision begins to narrow, you get tunnel vision, and then everything goes dark. And with that, we are going to cut back to... Oh, come on. Yeah! <laughs> Time to get back to the main story, folks. <laughs> All right, what do we do? We're facing the uh, the dragon made of cobalt? Let's do that. All yeah, right. that dragon... I'm not made of cobalt. Cobalt with a T. Um, you guys see the fires around oh. the arena uh, continue to grow. The dragons, Ugh. who were all fighting each other, begin bailing and flying uh, up towards the Caldara to safety. There's a thick fog of black smoke in the air, and the stadium seating at this point is completely obscured by flames. So you guys are just in this in the one area of the arena that is not completely on fire because <laughs> it's just ash. Um, but even so, you are choking on the black smoke. It is um, a furnace in here. Uh, people are bailing and uh, escaping. In fact, uh, Calder, that is your turn. At the start of your turn, I'm going to need a con saving throw. Okay. Okay. That's a five. A five. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Did I see Princess Shiverblight leave? Go ahead and give me a perception check. So funny. That's a 24. <laughs> <laughs> As you hack and cough <laughs> and take... 25 damage. Oh, God, I'm so of, close to being Of dead. fire damage. You look up and you see Princess Shiverblight flying up into the black smoke. Oh, 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 Galcard, what the fuck? Where's the fucking fire exit? Shit! <laughs> um, as she flies up towards the Caldara. All right. At least she looks she like out. she's going to be just fine. <laughs> as always. However, you do see as Umberspore and Cobalt are kind of going toe-to-toe, um, you see Cobalt looks hurt. Umberspore looks more hurt. Cobalt has his teeth around Umberspore's neck and looks at you, Calder, as you bring your blade towards him and goes, This fight is over. Sheath your blade or I'll stick my teeth into her neck. I totally agree. The fight is over. It's just not going the way that you think it's going. <laughs> I'm going to swing my sword at him. Sick. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that is a 28 and a 20 to hit. Both hit. Great. Yes. 20 damage. High Prince Cobalt is injured, but still kicking. Okay. Mm. I will use my bonus action to inspire Queen Umberspore uh, and say, my, uh, you know, the old princess who I pledged myself to just (laughs) uh, fled so... I just shiver blade. Why are you talking about her? You're I, obsessed. I'm not obsessed. <laughs> Is that I'm why you're crying? We're bra- I'm not. I'm, cry- I'm sweating. It's really hot in here. <laughs> I'm trying to say I pledge myself to you, Queen Umberspore. Let me be your knight and finish this dragon off. She gives a little nod to you, and as she does, you see spores rain down from the mushrooms on her head, sprinkling a magic blessing on you. Request granted. Um, and she is going to go ahead and take a crack at yes. Cobalt. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, this is going to come down to the rolls oh, because he's got a chunky enough amount of HP that he could survive this. Oh, God. You get him down to 20 HP. Queen Umberspore is going to use her reaction to attack. You see she launches up at him. She's got a plus nine to hit. He's got 19 AC. Calder, give me that roll. It's got to be a 10 or higher. Oh, and then we'll God do the damage. It. Oh, oh no. I'm so stressed Come out. Come on, queen. Oh. You're fucking kidding oh. me. That's a nine. Oh. 
called her. Can I use the helm on her attack? You hear oh. a voice in your head go, We could make this work. What? What is it going to require? Hmm. Oh, she needs what? A little push? Just a little push. Hmm. Six charges worth, maybe. Caller, you're talking to your helmet again. What are you doing? Done. Uh, you take on another six charges. That's ten charges on the helm. Um, Saul, you watch as Calder takes on a decidedly more giant look. You see his skin turns bluer, uh, oh. his hair begins to gray, and he briefly stops looking like himself as he uh, commands Queen Number Spore to do this attack. You're really messed up about Shiver Blight, huh? Yeah. Your first is always the toughest. <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage now. We gotta do 20 damage. So it's... Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. 3d10... And then it's going to be plus five. All right. All right. 23. 23. Thanks for the math help, Emily. (laughs) You see, yeah, there's like a wave of magical energy from your helm that pushes him directly in line with her bite. She bites into his neck. (laughs) Um, Begins just choking. Unleash all of those little kobolds. (laughs) Um, and she grabs uh, at his neck and then just begins pounding his head into the ground. Um, as you see, she just fucking rips his throat out. My queen. <laughs> um, you see, uh, Prince Cobalt had like a few young blue dragons that were around that were fighting with like Elzor and stuff. They see Cobalt dead. They fucking retreat. They just disengage. Queen Umberspore goes to take off, uh, but her wings look injured. No. Uh, and she just goes, you have to go. Leave me. Um, is there? Can, can we do anything, Salt? We have healing potions. Can I give her a flying potion? Uh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Saul's like patting down his pockets. You see just like, you see like so many tubes of Gogurt just falling out. It's like, it's gotta be here somewhere. Oh, here it is. Uh, hands her a flying potion. Uh, you hand her a flying potion um, and she looks at you kind of quizzically. A dragon taking a flying potion seems strange, but that'll work. Um, she uh, launches forward, just eats the whole fucking thing, just uh, from Whoa, out of your, your hand, hand. Just eats the fucking glass. <laughs> yeah. You see she begins uh, floating in the air despite having um, badly damaged wings at the moment. Um, you see Elzor yells down to you guys, we'll watch her and we'll get her out. Yeah. Are, are you coming with us? We, we have to find Callie. Yeah, she went down that tube. Um. Okay, good luck. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch up with you we'll later. We'll catch up with you later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's pledged to your mom now so like we're probably gonna see each other again yeah. great work we're siblings now amazing <laughs> i didn't know you could be siblings yeah ah, okay <laughs> you see um elzor and igneous uh take off with um queen umberspore uh, up towards the caldara uh you see bumpy is there um bumpy goes all right let's get to that tube yes sir hi oh um, bumpy bumpy begins uh wild shaping turns himself into a horse with a, a bowl cut um and scoops the two of you up um, as you rush towards the magma tube where you saw Callie running. Uh, before we go, um, what happened to the muzzle? Oh, uh, you can grab it if you want. It's yeah. like, it's shattered. It's it's fucked up from uh, being in that fight. But yeah, you can- I just don't think it. we should leave evidence like this around. Sick. So yeah. Um, yeah, you uh, pull it off the corpse of the uh, green dragon before you hop on Bumpy. Um, and you take it with you. Great. Awesome. Um, you guys see, as you're going through this tube, in the deep distance, you can see the light. But strangely, it's getting smaller as you get closer to it. You also notice vines along the wall that are beginning to pull away and retract towards the light. And Uh Bumpy uh, 
shouts up to you guys. There's a gate ahead, but it's closing. Quick, get through the vent. Gateway gate to where? To the crick. The- That's the crick? Oh, all right, full speed ahead. Yeah, you're you're the one running. All right, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, you see, um, Bumpy doubles down, um, just running as fast as he can, just um, full sprint, full gallop, uh, rushes towards the light, and narrowly is able to jump in before it closes. The three of you crash Oof. into the dirt as Oof. you land in the open air. Um, and you guys find yourself in a strange reflection of the arena. Uh, the top of the volcano is broken off. Um, this looks more like ruins with grass and overgrowth everywhere, and it's eerily quiet. This is the crick, huh? Yeah. yeah. Was there a crick elf somewhere that... This is, you said this is the way Callie went. That's the way I saw her come. Go ahead and give me perception checks. Damn, I just can't stop rolling fives. Jeez. <laughs> I feel nice. the same way, but times four, nat 20. Whoa! That's, that's awesome for you, man. It's <laughs> so sick. Saul, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. You want to see my dice? <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Uh, Saul, um, you see camouflaged amongst all of this overgrowth is the fossilized body <gasps> of an adult dragon covered in vines and leaves. This massive beast, just devoid of flesh, just perfectly maintained skeleton here in the ruins. And nearby, in the tall grass, you see that Foster is locking eyes with a eight-foot-long silver serpent that seems to be in a trance. And next to them, Calliope is lying, unconscious but breathing. Callie! Callie! Uh, yeah, we rush over. Sweet. Um, you rush Healing over to Cali. At the ready. Double potions ready to jam both in our mouths. Icy cold. <laughs> um, you feed uh, Cali a potion. Uh, and Cali, you wake up. You see your <gasps> friends above you. You're no longer on top of the serpent. You're kind of resting up against it. It seems like, yeah, the serpent is locked eyes with Foster. And it seems like Foster is kind of just keeping it calm, making sure it doesn't run away while you're knocked out. And they're both just kind of looking at each other. Is that the, is that the thing? Is that the serpent? Yeah, this is what I hatched from the egg. Where's Glenn? Where's Venomal? Is that, is that corpse Venomal? Is it? Can uh, I check and see if, like, I see a, a humanoid figure amidst the corpse? Um, go ahead and um, both of you guys give me investigation checks as you look around. That is a 23. There you go, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Frogson got a 14. So, Frogson and Holmes. <laughs> um, you guys you guys case uh, the area, this uh, reflection of the arena, the crick. Um, and as you go around, um, you first check out this fossilized dragon uh and you do see that um at the very bottom as if they were peeled away by the sheer force of the serpent's uh breath uh you do find some green scales at the bottom like near the corpse Callie, what'd you do (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i looked at the silver serpent i want to see like does it have a look on its face of like Smug satisfaction or horror or fear. You see the serpent is eyes locked with Foster and they are both just in a trance. Foster just goes, wow, they're really vibing. What is the serpent saying? The serpent is not saying anything. The serpent is just sort of idling, just uh, levitating um, and just moving its tail in the air and looking just hypnotized. 
I think I I pet it and I say, <laughs> I don't know what happens. I guess just keep doing whatever you're doing, Foster and Callie, because if that's the thing that did that to that dragon, we need to avoid that happening again at all costs. Um, and we didn't see any evidence of Glenn, did we? So I'll say, um, with uh, an above twenty check, uh, you do you walk around, and I'll say Callie can kind of point out where she saw the arrows coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, you go through some of the tunnels, uh, and you do find one that smells of sandalwood as you walk in. Oh, uh, and you find a note posted on the side of it. This guy uh, left, notes. Looks like it was stabbed into the wall uh, with an arrow. This one to me. <laughs> uh, and this one just says, "War is coming to the crick. I win." Well, that one, yeah, must have wrote that in a rush. Okay, so I saw Glenn, or rather I heard him, and this is all by his design. He's a crick elf. Bumpy, Bumpy, Glenn's a crick elf. Yes, I don't know what his original name was, but he's a crick elf, and he got frustrated with the fact that the crick wasn't standing up for itself and was getting such, like, a bad lot in this forest and his whole plan was to like start war like basically have the crick invaded and then defend it and best everyone else shit well it's it's kind of working yeah we gotta warn the crick it was it was effective yeah but that, that arena was an ugly scene but he couldn't make a weapon of this one and, and i point to the silver serpent but there are are there two more I, so we think. I only has one egg. I think that there might be two other eggs, like elsewhere. Okay. Yeah. Entirely. Maybe back in the Fey Wild. Maybe entirely undiscovered. But if if he's just trying to get the crick invaded so that he can attack everyone, mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't matter position. either way if yeah. he has a weapon or not. War is coming. Yeah. Is there anyone we need to? tell yeah we gotta tell me mo we gotta tell everybody all right yeah well, let's get going we're in the crick right now aren't we can we get there from here yeah we can get there Wait, from this here. is the crick oh yeah uh, <laughs> check it check it out uh you see up there uh they're pr- pretty far off they were probably kind of scared by the fight uh, that's called a nanner fly oh, oh. oh. Wait, hey um, <laughs> wow you, why does it have so many teeth, teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they're pretty vicious they'll uh you know you fall asleep outside they'll try to eat you it's usually not fatal but uh <laughs> Jeez. They usually don't go for the, uh, you know, veins. Okay. They have a nibble. Um, but yeah, you see these, um, like, lightning bug-looking bugs uh, with these, like, big hooked butts uh, that glow yellow. Wow. There's a mushroom over there smoking a pipe. <laughs> How fun. Can I take out a jar and collect a couple <laughs> nana flies? <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a nature check. so pretty. Twelve. Twelve? Is that how many I collect? Um, I'll say you ca- you catch one nanorfly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I look at the silver serpent who was like put in bondage against its will and I just open up the jar and let it fly. <laughs> the nanorfly flies off uh, and it's Bumpy beautiful. goes, should we get going to the crick then? Yeah. yeah. I, what should we know before we go? Yeah. What should I wear? Yeah. That's a really good question. Uh-huh. Hey, you guys are a little too dressed up right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Saul takes off his jacket and ties it around his waist. There you go. This guy knows <laughs> okay. that's a cricket. Have right, I ever yeah, seen one? Sure. 
I do the same thing. I rub honey on my tits so that a bunch of nanoflies <laughs> gather around and I wear nanoflies. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Normal. Normal stuff. Uh, yep. Nanorfly bikinis. How, how, bikinis. Did you, how did you know they would do that? I didn't actually. I was trying to wear a honey bikini. Uh, Callie, it really seems like you've gotten more and more in touch with the wild. <laughs> Actually, Sol, that is very true. <laughs> Sol's just getting bit to shit by nanoflies. <laughs> yeah, so um, Bumpy uh, motions for uh, you guys to follow him, uh, and he starts heading off away from the arena. I tear the sleeves off my track jacket, and I <laughs> go after Bumpy. As you guys go to leave, is there anything you'd like to do with the serpent, Callie? I mean, I think maybe I just pick up Foster. And hope that the serpent is like entranced and is going to follow Foster. You see the serpent begins to follow Foster as you guys begin walking along, following Bumpy. As the serpent starts to get close to Calder and Saul and Bumpy, you see for a moment it it, um, breaks out of its trance and uh, goes to like go after it. But Foster is able to calm it down. Okay. So, like, stay um, within Foster's cone of vision. Okay, I'll give, I can give this thing a wide berth. Walk very far ahead yeah, or very I think far everyone behind. walk ahead, and okay. I'll just walk and be, like, petting it, getting it used to the idea that, like, not every human is Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone is Glenn. We need to remember that. Not Honestly, Glenn. I need to remember that when I start dating again. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but if just one other person could have his shoulders. <laughs> he, was, he was handsome and defined. Yeah. I look at Calder's shoulders, which are still giant and blue. Yeah, man. If only. <laughs> yeah. They don't have the definition. <laughs> a swimmer's body in the forest. He doesn't even need it. Yeah, you know, generally people at the creek, we, I, I would know them, but I, I gotta be honest. Back in the day, there were a lot of people that were upset that we weren't going to stick around and fight. Really? Yeah. Do you remember any? Who was the most upset? <laughs> Or who was the cleverest? Cleverest? Yeah. Mm. Or did somebody, like, die, but it was always suspicious that they died? That happens all the time. Nanoflies <laughs> just eat people at night. You said it wasn't usually lethal. Usually fatal, but I've been around a long time, man. I'm an elf. I've seen... Get him off my... Kelly, get him off your tits. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fast track to, to get gills. To get shoo! Yeah. Shoo! <laughs> they start to no, I think it's fine. She's got, like, a boob beard going on. It feels good. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, Bumpy thinks about it and goes, honestly, there were a, l- a lot of people that were upset about it. Some people did leave the crick. I can't think of anyone in particular that would be more mad than the others. But, okay. uh, uh, you know, it was decided on by our old folk circle. So they did represent our interest. Most of us just wanted peace and just wanted to be left alone. But there was a contingency that was that was quite upset. So hearing about Glenn or whatever the fuck his actual name is, is... Uh, not surprising. I should have known. Glenn Fearglade when it's like too perfect. Yeah, yeah. it's like a Glenn and he's also in the but, woods. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like the shoulders of a name. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, everything about him is perfect, though, I so know. why wouldn't the name be? Like, it worked. Yeah. He must have a team, like, warp shopping all yeah, this, right? Yeah, it's like a forest, be afraid of it. Because I do weird stuff in the forest. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm in the forest and I'm going to win. Yeah. Like, that's, come on. Yeah. Right. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Who writes this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Whoever writes it, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, Glenn is hot. Yeah, but the writer, me. everyone gets inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Mac. 
Yeah, uh, uh, Bumpy uh, continues along, uh, takes you guys towards the... Uh, he's calling this area the Crick. What he means is that this is... He can tell that this is the demi plane. It's like between mm. the Fey Wild and um, the Material Plane. Um, but he's taking you towards like the town center now. As we're going, can I just do some magic on this serpent so that it feels like the feeling of being supported. Yeah. Because I I think I feel really bad. Yeah. I feel really guilty. So... You do see that uh, it doesn't look like Foster's like casting a spell on it. It looks like Foster's comforting it. Mm. Like Foster... That's what I want to do. So I think They're in a trance together, kind of. I think that I want to... All I really have is like Shield of Faith. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I think I just want to like create like a bunch of... um, thistles or like um stinging nettle like a little cage that he feels safe sweet yeah you um hold your hand out you cast this spell on the serpent um go ahead and give me i'll say you can use like your spell casting modifier like charisma plus proficiency okay i think i just say like i'm really 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 sorry that is a 26 26 jesus yeah uh callie um, you see that uh, as you cast the spell on it, uh, it its eyes break from uh, it, it was red looking at Foster, kind of in a, a trance with Foster. Um, but eyes uh, break away. It's got like these like yellow green eyes, turns and looks at you and sort of cocks its head. Hi, honey. <laughs> and begins wrapping around you. Uh, Callie, Callie, is that? Is that Can you breathe? Of, is that, that good? All the, all is that the like a, like a snake showing affection, or is that like a snake crush you? I think uh, it's the same thing. Is unfortunately, that the same thing? I can't breathe, but it's because I'm overcome with joy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you feel the um, uh, serpent wraps around you, um, and then sort of bumps you with its tail uh, and puts you on its back. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. I oh, think. I, yeah, uh, I just keep kind of like trying to put this like. Loving magic into it. And you see, um, Kelly, you you get a, a feeling of um, the way that you can kind of sense Foster's emotions or Foster's like reactions to things. You begin to feel it calming down and um, starting to look at Calder and Saul, like taking on your emotions towards them, okay. like I'll, looking less vicious. Then I, if it's, if there is some sort of emotional link, then I also look at Calder and I think like big, strong, brave. And I look at um, Calder waves. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> my sibling who I kind of want to beat up a little bit. Um, got a little blood on your face, good serpent. Oh, really? Where? <laughs> Everywhere. And I look at Saul and I'm like, wily, clever, handsome. <laughs> Super hot. God, he looks really hot after battle. Okay, okay. Don't think of that. You um, see that um, all of the nanoflies are biting Saul's abs. <laughs> They're even more puffed out now. Wow, such a ripped rash. Um, with the last bits of my spectral visage, I'm going to use Word of the Spirit and speak uh, to the serpent and say, friends, not glens. Friends, not glens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you see these serpent's eyes uh, go from like kind of narrowed to like open and curious. And I think maybe as we're going, I might say, we're going to try and take you back to Oberon if you want. As you say the name Oberon, uh, you feel uh, the serpent start to go a little faster. Mm. Okay. Is it 
like uh, slithering along yeah, the ground. It's, it's like okay. levitating. Oh, so it's like right, up, it's like right above the ground, but it's levitating. Yeah, wow. that's rad. That's awesome. Oh, like the sunlight's catching its silver scales. Yeah. Wow. Um, so good. yeah, so I'll say even you guys, um, yeah, you guys feel it warm up to you guys a little bit, and I'll say Calder and Saul, if you guys want, you guys can hop onto the back of, the, of this thing. You guys kind of uh, feel it inviting you. Uh, Bumpy, is that okay? Yeah, of course. All right. Do you want to ride as well? No, I'm a horse. <laughs> that you are, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll hop on. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll hop on too, and I'll put um, a cold hand on the serpent's neck where the where the collar was. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, yeah, you see, mm. uh, its scales are like a little bit damaged there, and as you put uh, your cold hands there, um, it seems to o- almost polish them, like clean off some of the wound. All right. Um, so, do we name this this serpent, or does it have a name already? I don't understand how dragons work, really. I think that maybe it. I don't think I'm going to name it because right. I feel like everyone else was trying to use it. And the last thing I want to do is ask anything of it. Yeah. So like nickname territory. Yeah. Right. yeah, right. Okay. yeah. yeah. We could do like Pinochle Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Pinochle Jr. is good. <laughs> um, so you guys uh, ride along on the serpent behind Bumpy. Uh, PJ. As you go through. Um, and uh, Bumpy's kind of pointing out uh, stuff in the forest as you guys go along. Yep, those are more uh, nanorflies. Uh, that over there, those are chipper monks. Um, you see, they are those, really going at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two chipper monks fucking killing each other. Can I cast speak with animals on the uh, fucking chipper monks? Yeah. <laughs> hey there. Wait, are they fucking or fucking killing each They're other? They're fucking killing each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I was kind of in a fight there. <laughs> yeah, who's winning? I, I did because I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I used, sure? I used a magic spell to win. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know fireball. <laughs> you cast fireball. I cast fireball. Good for you. It's a cute little fireball. All right, And get it on. burns get, people. Get, I scoop him. All right. <laughs> wow, we're collecting animals. <laughs> this monk comes along with you, leaves the roasted corpse of another chippermonk that I cast fireball on. We're going to call you P3. <laughs> P3PO is very good. Um, So, uh, yeah, you guys eventually, um, as you start to get close to the, uh, you you begin to like hear stuff in the distance uh, and you think you're starting to get close to like the actual town. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually you guys start to see scouts overhead, like Crick Elf dragon riders um, on young black dragons and dragon elves uh, flying overhead. See Bumpy uh, turns from a horse back into his Crick Elf self and starts waving, hey! We need some help down here! And you see, uh, as these guys swoop down to approach, uh, the serpent uh, goes to a launch up. I'm whispering, I'm whispering, no, no, you're safe, you're safe. I promise, I promise, I, I'm gonna make it right. You are safe, you are absolutely safe. No one will get to you, they will have to come through me first. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me uh, another uh, spell casting check. Uh, you can do it with advantage because you got now you got the whole team helping you out. Yeah, freezing cold hands on this thing. <laughs> oh, nat 20. Yeah. Nat 20. I didn't even need the advantage. Okay. This thing calms down. It goes to like launch up um, and then it uh, sort of recoils and goes down towards the ground. The serpent is like snarling, essentially like wants to protect you guys. And you see the dragon riders no, no, go, I protect you. I protect the hell are you bringing here, Bumpy? We're just his friends. No, I'm not talking about you guys. Oh, Welcome to the creek. Nice to meet all of you. Thank Hi. you. Nice to meet you. You might have met yeah. me before. It's unclear. It's all Buffo. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Name doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, but nice to meet you. Um, and Bumpy goes, 
It, okay, the serpent is a little bit dangerous. It might be better if you got Mima and you brought her out here. Yeah. And we figure it out out here instead of in the town square. Just nobody get in front of the duck beam. The duck beam is crucial. Duck beam. All right. I don't know. The serpent looks kind of cool. Can I meet your snake? Um, no. it, might, it, could, it could fossilize you almost instantly. Fossilize me. All right. Well, I don't want to be fossilized. All right. We'll go get Mima. Um, you see they uh, fly off. Um, there's some Crick Elves on the outskirts here. Um, you see they begin to uh, poke their heads out of their stumps. Hey, Bumpy, what you got there? Stay away from the serpent. Can I meet your snake? Absolutely not. <laughs> God, everyone here is everyone dangerous. Stay out there. Is that like a Barnes and Noble that we could just do a meet and greet at? Because I think everyone's <laughs> going to want to meet this thing. Yeah, well, I can start a meet and greet for the snake if you want. <laughs> Nobody's doing a meet and greet with the snake. It's no, going to be go, I mean, meet and heat because it's going to be breathing fire on you. That's right. Bumpy, that's yeah, meet me. Okay, accurate. but actually, though, I do think that they deserve a meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, starts walking towards the serpent. The serpent. No, no, no. At a later time. At a later time. All right. Well, you got to specify that. <laughs> yeah. Just go and prepare your house because yeah. you're going to have guests over. All right. Yeah, All we're right. doing it at your house. We're going to do it at <laughs> your house. We're going door to door. I got to clean up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. Hey, what's your name? Petrie. That's Petrie. a different Petrie. <laughs> I'm say Petrie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Finally, um, you guys see a Crick Elf woman ride in on a black Dragonelle. Uh, she wears a green cloak. Uh, she's got white hair with a streak of red. Uh, she's got freckles and kind of crow's feet at the edge of her eyes, but otherwise looks ageless. Um, you see the Dragonelle lands and she dismounts. Welcome to the Crick, travelers. My name is Jolene Sobin, and I'm the Mima around here. Oh, um, uh, hello, Jolene. Um, nice to meet you. Yes. And Thank what? you for your hospitality. Yes, of course. Now, who's this little guy we got here? Uh, you see, uh, she goes to walk up to the serpent. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, and it's uh, all right. It's okay. all right. Um, as she goes to walk up, serpent starts to rear back, but quickly just warms up to her. And oh. she goes up and is just able to pet it right away. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it tried to uh, turn us into stone bones earlier. It, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, that'll happen. It's a very powerful magical creature that has a breath weapon that turns people, like, accelerates time, changes yeah. reality. All right, so this is what was responsible for the Hot Prince Periwinkle situation? Yeah. Yes. We had... She explains that Junior and Petrie, the two guys that were traveling with Bumpy... Mm -hmm. She explains that they made it back to the crick, um, and she's been kind of filled in on the stuff. She doesn't know that, like, the egg hatched or anything like that, but she de generally kind of knows your guys' deal. Uh -huh. And you must be Calliope, yeah. Calder, That's and Saul. Saul Buffo. Saul Buffo, old friend of the crick, I hear. Yeah, um, about that, uh, Saul fills her in on the whole situation as best as he knows. <laughs> well, isn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you see, yeah, she pets the serpent. She goes like, well, this little guy is quite sweet, um, but we can't have him eating up our youngins. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, we haven't really talked about it, the three of us. Right, yeah. I kind of think we should try to bring it to the Beastlands and maybe give it a chance to just live its own life. Yeah, Bumpy said that he was close personal friends with Oberon. Yeah. You see, she narrows her eyes and looks at Bumpy. <laughs> Are you good friends with Oberon? <laughs> no, I said that I was friends of friends, that like you're friends with Oberon. Oh, right. Well, I've spoken to Oberon. I would say oh. Oberon is a 
distant acquaintance, if anything. Okay. I mean, it's been decades. Okay, but distance. I mean, to say to a distant acquaintance, "Hey, I found your child." Yeah, yeah. They probably be receptive. They want to know. I'd want to know. Come get your snake. Yeah, Mm -hmm. come get your snake. Yeah. After (laughs) after the after the meet and greet, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which we are going to charge for. (laughs) That's a great idea. We got to buy potions. Come on. (laughs) Well, I can get you to the Beastlands. Get you an audience with Oberon. Really? Oh yeah. We do stuff like that. Hell, I help move this whole fucking place to a different plane. Holy shit. You're crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, salt bowels. Yeah, yeah, okay. You don't need shit. to bow. Uh, That's I, all right. I just pledged myself to Queen Umber's board, but I'm feeling like this is a better. Because you have to I stop feel trading like you're up. you're kind of a fuckboy. You pledge yourself to just, every fucking woman you meet. Calder, Calder takes a knee. <laughs> Queen, Queen Umber's board will understand. How are you She'll bowing lower than me? <laughs> I pledge myself. <laughs> All right, well, that's nice. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> but yeah, if I do a certain ritual, it'll take me a little while to get uh, the components and everything, but I should be able to take you tomorrow morning. Okay. Oh, that's that's Amazing. great. And before, before we go, we, you know, there's some news from the yeah, living room. Yeah, just a little tidbit that you might want to know about. All right. Um, there's there's trouble brewing. There's Something's amiss. Deeply in this. Saying something ain't right. Very, very right. From your history, that has been sowing the seeds of war. It's intentionally amiss. It's intentionally amiss. You see, someone he calls himself Glenn, and he's but he's actually a a crick elf that's estranged himself from this beautiful place, and he's been trying to get everyone angry at the crick elves so that they would invade. Yeah, Bumpy mentioned that there were some dissenters back in the day. I don't know if you've kept tabs on any of them, but it seems like one of those rotten seeds has grown into a whole grove of a bad shit stuff. Bush. A shit, shit bush, yeah. yeah it's oh. a real shit bush. Uh, guys, go ahead and give me insta checks. Um, shout out to the three little turds. <laughs> okay. Dirty uh, 20, which is appropriate nice. for the crick. <laughs> I got a 10. Callie, I'll say she kind of tries to keep it to herself, but she looks like she knows the score a little bit. You know, at the very least, because uh, she sent Bumpy and Petrie uh, and Junior out to scout to find out about the fake Void Elf attacks, she knew they were in danger and that they may have to defend themselves, that the time may come when war came to the Crick. Uh, but you also get the sense that she might know who Glenn is. Uh, but she kind of just nods and I goes. I think I lean in and I say, he smells like sandalwood, if that jogs any memories. I think I have an idea who he might be. Is there anything we can do to help? I mean, it's nice of you to take us to the Beastlands, but I don't think we can leave the Crick knowing that it's in danger. Well, if what Petrie and Junior told me is true, I imagine whatever happens will take a minute for it to come together. I think we've got a few days at least. All right. Okay. Okay. So we can go drop off the kid and then head back here. All right. Why don't I stay here with this little guy? Uh, we can get the ritual started. Um, we can make sure that this guy uh, doesn't go off causing trouble. Bumpy, if you want to take them into the creek, you can do that, or you can stay here with me. See, Bumpy I mean, goes, do you guys have a preference? Do you guys think uh, Pinochle Jr. needs needs another buddy? What do you think? I, I kind of promised him that I wouldn't leave him again. So I think I'm, I've got to stay with him. Hell, I'd take a drink in the creek. <laughs> All right. Why don't we? Uh, why don't a couple of us go in? Callie can stay here with me, Mom, and um, we'll bring you back some food. 
Yeah, it, it seems like the serpent is safe here. I'm kind of interested in seeing uh, where I used to live. That's a weird thing to say, but I, I imagine I had a, a house here, or at least a place where I slept. I, w I would love to kind of revisit the steps of myself. Oh, you were you were more just passing through the living wood, and I came to you, so you weren't in the crick. Oh, okay. Specifically. So this will be a first for you. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> there are crick bullywugs here, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I would love to... Um, you know, uh, you know what? Oh, do, do they ever do a little chorus? Mm, yeah, time to time, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I got a taste for crick water these days, so I wouldn't mind uh, wetting the nostrils. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're all getting in touch with our wild side a little bit. I'm going to go meet these crick bullywugs. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. You can check out their menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto-Friendly. Folks, their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes, so no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart your new routine what are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from, every week you'll always have new flavors to explore. So make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy and nutritious options and also keep that kitchen time to a minimum. Factors meals are ready in just two minutes, so that's no shopping, no prepping, no cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Head on over to factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 and use the code pawpaw 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PAWPAW50 at factormeals.com slash PAWPAW50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, everybody. Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place, so if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it's saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw that is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw thank you everybody all right and uh callie you're gonna stick around here yeah but i do need a quick water <laughs> yeah you want me to grab you anything in town quick water anything else souvenir pizza 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 <laughs> What is, what is that? I don't know. I said a nonsense word. That's so funny. Is that a spell? I'm going to use that in town and people are going to look at me like I'm insane. So Saul, Bumpy, and Calder uh, walk off towards the town. Um, you guys enter the Crick Town Square 
fight a huge bonfire in the center. Uh, you hear the bubbling sounds of the crick uh, flowing nearby. You see young children running around, getting way too close to the fire and playing oh. with it. <laughs> Touch the fire! <laughs> Touch the fire! Are there any chaperones? Anywhere? Uh, you see, no. You see uh, a, a ten-year-old watching an eight-year-old. That's me. Wait That's... a minute. These these kids look happy and like not downtrodden by society. What's going on here? Um, yeah, you see, um, young uh, kids are running, chasing each other around, um, fighting with sticks, uh, and just being wild. <laughs> that one has a really big stick. <laughs> yeah, and it's on fire. Yeah, yeah. Hey, careful with that one, Petrie. Why's everyone named Petrie? <laughs> uh, you see, all of the stumps are connected uh, by uh, ropes and like rope ladders and stuff so they can enter from above. Uh, you see, the ropes have magic lanterns on them that turn on as the sun begins to go down. Uh, you see, the biggest tree of all uh, is this massive hollow out one uh, that goes up so high it bursts through the canopy uh, the trunk is so wide that it effectively acts as a massive building um, you see uh, Bumpy points that out as being the grandma tree Calder uh, sketches all of this in a little sketchbook to show to Callie <laughs> Whoa. You're an artist. No, it's, it's all stick figures of kids uh, lighting themselves it's up. It's okay. Fire. Callie has a very active imagination. She can fill in what you can. I think she'll get it. Um, you see that people are pouring out. There are people singing and playing music. Uh, people are bringing out drinks and cooking meals. Lots of dragons and wormlings about. Um, mm. Mostly, mostly black dragons. Uh, but you do see that there are dragons of different colors, including a pretty big contingency of red ones. Oh. Um, you also see Crick Bullywugs. Uh, unlike ones you might see in like the swamps elsewhere, these guys have like brighter colors, like oranges and yellows and neon greens. Like oh. they look very poisonous. <laughs> um, and amongst the elves and wormlings, you see a large possum holding court with a bunch of people. Uh, and as you get closer, she hops down from a stump and approaches you. Greetings and welcome to the Crick, my children. I am Mama, familiar of Mima. God damn, should I pledge? Should I pledge? Should I pledge myself? It's just been too many times, man. You're gonna look desperate. It's gonna like. Have oh. you pledged yourself to several other people today? Calder goes down to both, both knees. Guilty as charged. But let me pledge myself again to the true queen. You gotta get up, man. That's all right. We have no kings or queens at the crick. That's exactly what I want. You can pledge myself. yourself to as many people as you'd like. Oh, that's amazing. We gotta unpack this, but. <laughs> Is this like a fetish thing, or should we be concerned? This verdict's out. Okay. Crush me. <laughs> I refuse. This is the one mystery that Holmes can't solve. I don't know what's going on, Mama. Let's yeah. just get some quick water. Yeah, you see, um, That's a good idea. Mama gestures. This is the grandma tree. Feel free to partake in any food or drink. You may also wrestle with any consenting adult. Oh. <laughs> you just see a guy nearby goes, Hey, what's your deal, dude? You want to wrestle? Um, I consent. <laughs> he goes for a takedown Whoa. instantly. Give me uh, uh, an athletics check. Not the knee. Uh, I got a shout out to the two crew. That's a 17. Okay. Yes. Uh, he goes for a double leg takedown and knocks himself out on your knee. <laughs> oh, I wasn't ready. He is small. <laughs> Yeah, okay. he was too small to fight such a large man. <laughs> Thank you for saying that I'm large. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yes. Um, welcome to the Crick. Uh, feel free. Also, if you'd like to introduce yourselves on the speaking stump, because uh, okay. you do see a bunch of people lined up to like shake your hand. <laughs> That's the meet and greet. It's happening. Yeah, um, it's meet and greet. Hey, uh, you go, go ahead. Me first. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, Saul Buffo, uh, a bullywug uh, from Esri. 
Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> uh, you hear a chorus of Bullywug's uh, return. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Uh, a tear comes to Saul's eye. Ah, it's a home I never knew. Uh, Saul takes a huge chug of crick water and then does a backflip. Would you supposed to smell it? Huh? Uh, Calder jumps up on the stump uh, and says, Calder Kilday, the half giant of the ice knife. Uh, and I call my sword and shoot and ice beam into the air. <laughs> Whoa, holy fucking shit. Uh, you see, uh, yeah, oh, um, I should start yelling. Uh, and laughing, and somebody goes, all right, fire versus ass, and just throws a flaming stick Wait, near where, you. Where's your babysitter? <laughs> it's me. I'm the babysitter. You're nine. Everyone's cheering. <laughs> Calder, um, if you lose this, you're never coming back. Uh, and then amongst all of the cheering, as you guys are up on the speaking stump, um, you do hear one guy pipes up. Um, you see this big crick bullywug, uh, orange and kind of wide, taller than a lot of the other uh, bullywugs, looks up and goes, How do we know you ain't a spy? Um, um, well, I mean, Bumpy vouched for us. Yeah, come on, I vouched for them. They're up on the speaking stump. You it's see, Bumpy. Everyone kind of uh, starts yelling back at this guy, Shut up, Emmett, you're annoying. <laughs> yeah, all right. How about this? If I wrestle you and beat you, we're not spies. The logic doesn't hold, but I think it'd be fun. You see uh, this big meathead looks around and goes, Yeah, that fucking makes sense to me. <laughs> all right, that's it's all great plan, but what if he kicks your ass? Ah, okay, Um, I didn't think that through. Okay. I'll probably just do what I normally do and run. All right, great. <laughs> um, that won't make us look guilty at all. What are you doing, <laughs> You see this very strong bully hook that looks stronger than you okay. goes up to uh, wrestle you. Uh, go ahead and give me a contested athletics check. 13. Okay. Calder, I didn't think this through. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's it going to be fine. It's it just, just looked fun yeah. when you were wrestling. If he beats you, then uh-huh. we're spies and okay. your plan is to run away. <laughs> you got a 13? Yeah. Okay. It's got a plus 7 to athletics. <laughs> If he rolls a six or higher, he beats Saul. I'm going to roll this in front of the table. Shout out to the two cats. Finally! Um, it's way too close of a fight. Uh, you wrestle back and forth. Um, you see this guy is oh overpowering God. Saul, starting to push him down, um, but kind of leaves his legs open. Uh, Saul, you're able to drop down, grab like an ankle pick. Uh, he is uh, off balance, and you are able to knock him down. Um, and everybody starts cheering. Um, and you see this dude, uh, somebody called him Emmett. Uh, Emmett gets up and goes, get the fuck off me. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, the best way to learn the truth about a person is through their sweat, feeling it, knowing it, fighting together and seeing Seeing the truth within yourself, we have fought. You know me. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs> Calder starts a slow clap. <laughs> See, everyone's oh. baffled. What are his strange ways? Um, that is a nat 20 and an 18, so I guess oh, I gotta sick. take 18. And then my uh, persuasion is plus two, so that's gonna be a dirty 20. You see, <laughs> Emmett starts crying. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> if he ain't wrong! <laughs> this whole thing shouldn't be working as well as it is. He goes and he hugs Saul deeply and just weeps. <laughs> I forgot my hospitality. Your skin is very poisonous. I <laughs> know. Uh, I know. Uh, and so was my attitude. <laughs> Callie has an imagination, but she's not going to believe any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, you do see uh, Bumpy comes up to you and whispers in your ear, 
Emmett's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, no, I clearly. Right. Why are you guys such good friends with Emmett already? <laughs> I don't know. I beat him, and then he got like really weepy, <laughs> and he started apologizing to me. You see, Emmett's just hovering near you. <laughs> I was wrong. I kind of see him as like a project now. <laughs> I would love to focus on other people at the <laughs> You see, like, Mama looks creeped out by you guys. You see the other people that were all rushing over to say hi and everything are now like, are they friends with Emmett? Emmett spit on me yesterday. They're Emmett. A- Emmett's it. They're hanging out with us. We're hanging out with them. All right. Salt. Salt. Yeah. We, need to, we need to give some distance between us and all right, Emmett. Yeah, Emmett, we're going to get into this later. Yeah, we're going to yeah. take a lap. Emmett. We're going to get into this later, but we're also going to get into this now. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that just the best part about being friends? It's <laughs> always like desperately trying to like break the grasp. <laughs> I want to go get you two a drink. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that'd be Give great. Give me an order and I'll come back in a bit. Uh, I guess uh, Crick Water? You got it, yeah. Emmett. <laughs> That's you my too? favorite drink. Yeah. <laughs> Calder backs away. <laughs> Calder backs off. You see Bumpy and Mama go with Calder. <laughs> Just Emmett and Saul as like the crowd starts to walk away from you guys. What have I done? <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, we're going to cut back to Callie and Mima. Uh, so Callie, uh, you see... Um, Mima is there with you uh, preparing the ritual for tomorrow. You see she's um, she's enchanting, making sort of like a, a teleportation circle thing with some rocks, um, enchanting some crick water, and she's sort of uh, talking to you as you sit there with the serpent. And she goes, you already got a little bit of a bond with that guy, huh? Well, I mean, I think when I first met it, like, I mean, both when it was an egg, I think we were both really vulnerable. So we like both really attached to each other. And then I think when I met it just now, I definitely, I, f- I felt really bad. So I think that I put a lot of um, positive emotions onto it. Mm. Just kind of saying like, I'll never leave you. And I promise <laughs> I'll make this right. And kind of actually sounding like a bad lover now that I'm saying <laughs> God, this is what Glenn said to me. Fuck. <laughs> I actually, it, it, since it's just the two of us, could I ask, it seemed like you have an idea of who Glenn was. And the reason I ask is because I had like a whole romantic relationship with this guy. So uh, I'm just kind of curious about who he really is. Just because I had such intimacy with him. Right. Well, Glenn used to be called Sawyer, and he was a young Crick Elf that was fiery, that had the best intentions, wanted to protect his people. So he did start with good intentions, because that's kind of like what I found myself asking is like is this an idealist who compromised himself one too many times or is this a fucking egomaniac who's just marauding as some kind of hero but really it's all just about power and he's just dressing it up in righteous robes well i i think i think i think both things can be true i don't know where he's at right now i haven't spoken to him about 50 years he is the son of a couple of friends of mine. And 
that friend used to be part of the old folks circle. And together we kind of decide on how we're going to deal with issues that come up around the crick. Now, back in the day, uh, as more dragons arrived and were being born, the elves started to split up into different factions. And the crick elves found themselves on the receiving end of some violence from dragons who were trying to to conquer the living wood to take it for themselves and we had to decide if we were going to fight them or find a way to protect ourselves and you chose protection the old folk circle came to the very reasonable decision that if we had the power to tuck ourselves away to protect ourselves without any fighting, then we might as well do it. And Sawyer's father was the deciding vote, and he elected for peace, which I think is noble. Honestly... Who's his father? His father is a man named Cooter. And the decision kind of tore his family apart. Sawyer resented his father. And I think in addition to whatever political feelings he has, all of this is very personal to him. His dad was afraid of him being a ranger, was afraid of him going out and getting into fights. And I think Glenn Sawyer, whatever you want to call him, thinks that maybe Cooter made that decision to protect him. But I know Cooter, and I know that's not why he did it. We came to a decision... Sawyer was part of a crew that was not happy about it, and he ended up leaving the crick. And many people, I mean, all those dragon elves you see out there in their in their blue masks, red masks, green masks, some of them are crick elves. Like that defective from the crick. Yeah. So it was like a fractious decision. For sure, yeah. And what about now? Are you prepared for a fight? Because it seems as though it's coming to you. I got this note from him. Mm, Or we got this note from him. It wasn't to me. But, I mean, he seems to think that he effectively brought war to you. You you see, um, you look around. You haven't seen any, like, huge, huge dragons, like any kind of, like, ancient dragons. You haven't even seen an adult dragon yet. But you see that they have a lot of dragons. There are a lot of wormlings around, a lot of young dragons around. And are you those see, red ones from Beatrix's? Beatrix? Lavericks. Lavericks. Did they, did the ones that... Yeah, they needed a place. And there's always a place at the creek. Okay. We helped rehabilitate some of the injured dragons and... We gave some of the ones that were being hunted a place to stay. Okay, so I like see all these dragons and it seems like... You see, yeah, she goes, it would be foolish for anybody to come fight us. That's sick. That's a really it's pretty, sick thing It's kind of fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> it would be silly Can for I them. Can I borrow if... that someday when yeah, I'm like yeah, really yeah. strong? Of course, of course. Okay, yeah. great, great. I'm not there yet. Hey, you're, you know, finding this serpent from another world. And you're able to uh, connect with it. It's actually a serpent from my world. From the Feywild. Yeah. It was being traded. I stole it away and then I gave it to fucking Glenn. Like an absolute fucking idiot. Well, that's not stupid. I mean, serpent eggs are quite similar to dragon eggs. You try to give it to the dragon elves. That makes sense to me. 
yeah, it makes sense, but it was still wrong. <laughs> I think you did a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling better about where I am right now than I was a day ago, so. Uh, you see, uh, she pets the serpent and goes, good, you should. And, uh, yeah, you guys see, uh, it starts to get, uh, kind of late into the night. Um, uh, Saul and Calder, um, are drinking, uh, or did, do you go back, Calder? You don't go back? I am learning about Emmett's parents. I am learning about Emmett's siblings. So the thing is, is that Creek Bullywug parents, uh, they actually are really nice and Uh that makes me resent them because kindness I can kind of see as being a weakness Right? because sometimes you know the other dragon elves like they'll come and they'll fight us and stuff like that and I'm like we should go out there doing a river dance with Bumpy (laughs) (laughs) this is real fun this is the best night of my life Uh, so I was like nodding his head and like looking over Emmett's shoulder trying to see what's going on (laughs) yeah that's crazy man yeah it's nuts so (laughs) Anyway, I thought hospitality was kind of weakness until I realized that wrestling is emotions <laughs> when you told me that. It can be, and I have so much more to teach you yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> All right, we going to bed or? I just, it's my friend over there, and like, I got to touch base with them, but like, right. yeah, I want you to like really think about like everything that totally. we talked Let's about. Let's go get them. Let's go get him? Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. Let's see Emmett and Saul walk over. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Hey. hey. What's up? <laughs> you too. Yep. Yep. Oh, we're just getting getting deep right. into it. I was, um, yeah. I was just about to fetch you that drink. I feel like a jerk. I totally forgot. Oh, excuse me. Oh, maybe. You know what? Excuse I'm, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it. You, your drink is empty. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> 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 no, it is. Uh, you see, he just pounds your drink. That was good. That was really Thanks, good. Thanks, man. Um, uh, you see, Bumpy goes, do you want to get out of here? I, I desperately, I want to leave. Uh, yeah, you guys yeah. Um, are able to leave because Bumpy takes over uh, with Emmett, and he just doesn't show up at the camp. Uh, and you guys uh, return to um, uh, the serpent uh, just outside of the creek. Bumpy. Uh, as uh, Meemaw continues uh, working. Cool. I give Callie a jug of crick water. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> I just come in. They make it strong here. This is straight from the source. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, we, we met Emmett. Oh. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't start a fight with you. Oh, I started a fight with him. And oh, then sometimes yeah. you got to strike first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's. It was something much worse than a fight. <laughs> In the end, mm, a friendship. All right, <laughs> you're friends with Emmett now. I think so. I don't know what that means yet, but it is true. He's kind of a nasty guy. <laughs> well, in nasty times ahead. Yeah, could maybe use him. Who knows? Right. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, Mima continues her work. You see, um, some of the uh, old folks, um, these other uh, druids, uh, wearing these like druidic robes, uh, continue to help her work on the ritual. Okay. Is there anything we can help with? Nope. You guys want to get some sleep before you uh, go meet a uh, god? Um, oh, I, yeah, I could stay up for a little while longer, I guess. I'm not that tired. <laughs> You're rubbing your eyes, man. <laughs> I'm afraid to go to bed. <laughs> um, Callie, when you were when you were annihilating Venomol... Again, I, I was completely passed out. <laughs> I did very little. <laughs> well, whatever you did or didn't do, I did use um, this cursed helm a lot. 
Yeah, of course. Um, I take some uh, crick water. I'll grab some like passion flower from vines on the trees or whatever. Make you a little soporific uh, cocktail, mm. and I bless and bardic you. That's great. This smells amazing. <laughs> uh, you bless and bardic. Uh, so what do you? You have ten charges, correct? Yes. Uh, so lot. you've got bless. You've got bardic. Is everybody going to bed for the night? I trance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Kyle I no trance. trance. I'm going to give Calder my scarf. Thank you. You know what? You, you run cold. Thought you might need it. It um, won't help at all, but it's a nice, all I can do. It's a nice gesture. I'll also put uh, Foster in your lap. Hey, buddy. Just to make sure that the snake doesn't attack you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. See it hovering near Calder. <laughs> What did I do to you? <laughs> yeah, Saul's going to fall asleep knitting in a corner. Sweet. Uh, yourself a new scarf. <laughs> I'm not giving this back. I was actually making a bra for Callie. <laughs> <laughs> Callie's eyes fill with tears. <laughs> you are reminded that she is still a rainy day ladder. <laughs> oh, there are little nanterflies on the pattern. <laughs> Um, as, uh, Saul crochets, uh, Callie goes into her trance. Yeah, you guys set up, like, a little, uh, campfire just outside the creek here, and you guys, uh, get ready, and you go to sleep in your bed rolls. Since I only have to trance for four hours, though, can I kind of, like, keep an eye, watch him get into REM? Sure. Kind of, like, basically delay it. I have no clue what I would do if things go bad, but just, <laughs> mm. I only have to transfer four hours, so I just want to be oh, of course. watching him. You're going to hold your sleep action? You're ready? <laughs> You're watching Calder? Can you, can you hang out with me till I fall asleep? <laughs> yeah, I can, actually. I take uh, out my bird pipes. Let Adam do it. <laughs> yeah. Love you to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. King. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you hear is yeah as uh everything goes dark and you you finally fall asleep um and you, you i picture f- this being like the camera on your face as then you like tip into my lap right can't you <laughs> kind of see that okay yeah i hand you a piece of paper <laughs> i drew you this <laughs> oh my god oh my god soul challenged and bully one to a fight <laughs> you really see beyond the line <laughs> <laughs> your drawing it brings it to life uh, Calder you fall asleep everything goes dark and once again uh, it's like you blink and you open your eyes and you are on this frozen plane you see in this force cage across from you is Ultras hello little mouse <laughs> uh, you see he starts banging on it uh, and you hear a sound like he's banging on a door and you see cracks in the force field right, let me in easy does it i'm trying to, I'm trying to go to sleep mouse. trying to go to bed let <laughs> me okay. in okay. go ahead and give me a constitution saving oof, throw oof. this one is a dc 17 17 you have bless and bardic yeah that is a d4 and a d8 yeah so why don't, we roll, why don't we roll the d20 first, mm-hmm. okay. and then we can go from there. Here's the d20. Shout out to the two crew. So that's what, a nine? That's a nine. Okay. You need to get, so you have to get, to get eight. an eight and a four. 
no, 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 no. Just you just need eight. eight. You need eight need total. Eight. Okay. Between the bardic inspiration. Jesus fucking Christ. And the D four. It's possible. It's, it's, de- possible. it's definitely on average that. Oh no, no, no. It's no, no, no. Yeah. On average, you're not going to do have it. A slim Chances are you're not going to do this. Uh, so yeah, you see, boom, <sighs> boom, boom. Streaks going through the force cage. Uh, go ahead and roll the blessed dice. All right. I think about Callie putting me to sleep <laughs> and the cocktail. That's a two. Okay. So that's 11. So you need to roll a six or higher on the D8. <gasps> oh, Baron. Fuck me. Okay. I feel the warmth of Saul's scarf. And I cling to Foster. That's a six. Christ, oh! <laughs> oh, dude. Um. Jesus. The Cali, and you made a joke that the Cali cocktail was bad. No, no, I said the <laughs> real life the version of a smoky cocktail is usually not that cocktail. good, but the cocktail was so necessary. I, yeah, yeah I, Calder, I can, you see need, like spider webs through the uh, force field, and you've almost had you've had kind of like a funny back and forth, just kind of like playful with Ultras in the past. But as he gets close, let me out, let me out, you fool! I'm coming, I'm coming for you. Yeah, Calder is like shaken to his core and he backs all the way up um, away from you. You back all the way up. Falls um, down on his ass. You fall down on your ass uh, on this in the snowy plain, uh, just uh, scrambling back on your hands. You see the force field shatters um, and he begins taking off after you on foot, uh, just sprinting towards you. I have you now, little mouse. Uh, he goes up, he runs, he dives to grab you and. You wake up and it's morning. Did anyone else? <laughs> did anyone else did sleep like shit? Did you have a sleep? <laughs> Meemaw's hanging right over you. <laughs> oh my god, was that it? Was that a full eight? Calder, you woke up and ran like ten <laughs> laps around the creek. <sighs> yeah, you still got like two hours more to sleep. I saw you get up and you yeah. started running and then scrambling back and saying, "Please, please, no, no." <laughs> yeah. Um. Last night was a close call. It was a really close call. Yeah. You're- okay. You're sweating. Am I really? That's the first time I've ever done that. Huh. It's a warm sweat, too. You'd think it'd be cold. What happened? Ultras, there's always been a barrier between us, but it's broken down. The only thing that saved me last night was your cocktail. Do you think he's trying to get to me? Because you've kind of mentioned that he's like... I would, I would ask him, but I'm honestly a little afraid right now. Okay. Okay. But let's assume yes. Did he say, like, Callie, here I come, or anything like that? Um, he didn't say anything that romantic. <laughs> Calder starts crying a little bit. <laughs> hey, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. Meemaw, do you have any dream druids here? Dream druids? Yeah, you see, um... Meemaw's got, uh, she's got this like teleportation circle set up. Uh, you see there are all of these older elf druids and you see uh, Meemaw nods and uh, points to one of them goes like, yeah, Eloise is uh, a, a dream druid. Can she I ha- talk to her? Of course. Um, you see uh, Eloise uh, comes yeah. over. What's going on? Hi, Eloise. I'm so sorry you're making a teleportation circle, but we That's have a right. friend 
who sort of got like a contentious relationship with someone in his dreams. All right. And I was... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> breathe, oh, breathe, right. buddy. Sir, breathe, buddy. Sir, hey, sir, sir mama. Do you have a scary no, dream? Hey. <laughs> take Foster, take Foster. I hold him up so he can't imagine. You're the champion of a lot of people. That's so good. Big boy. That's so good. Uh, Eloise comforts you, kind of uh, rubs your head. That's good. You're, so you've got a, a presence that you're that you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a giant who lives in my helm who wants to conquer me, and I think take my body. Can you take the helm off? Not really. She nods. I, I think I sought you out because I wanted to know if you had like any magic for. Like, that I should be working for so that, like, if something happens to him, I can find him in his dreams or something yeah. like that. Or maybe even some sort of helmet that we could wear so we could, like, dream walk together with him. Interesting. Yeah, the, we, we do so, have... that's fucking genius. I was thinking I wanted a helmet and I didn't know how to ask. That's so good. They don't make helmets for frogs is the thing. <laughs> I think if you wanted something to be able to kind of connect your minds, to be able to dream together, I could work on something for you. That would be uh, amazing. Yeah, I could have it ready in probably a couple days. We'll give you our measurements. Calder winces when he hears days. <laughs> <laughs> I lie and say my head is tinier than it is. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Point of pride. Extra small. Extra, Extra small. small. <laughs> All right. Called her clocks, Kelly. Yeah. For a, you Actually, like a, XXS. A, a baby? You want a baby helm? Yeah. All right. yeah. Maybe, maybe make it a snapback just in case. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see uh, Eloise um, uh, says that she'll be able to make something for you guys uh, in the coming days. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Should I? Yeah, I just think, like, maybe I just cool it. <laughs> Pledge myself to you. Is <laughs> he mom on your by? What's going on over here? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Meemaw looks up. What's he doing? <laughs> Nothing. Did you... It's pathological at this point. <laughs> Mother, he pledged himself to me. Oh, how are so, you? You just pledged so yourself to everybody. Has he pledged himself to you? Strangely, no. And I'm starting to <laughs> wonder about yeah. that. Huh. I guess, does that mean that you think of us as equals? No, not I'm not above he... it. I'm not above it. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Yep. Um, I just, how does he get so low? <laughs> Lower each time. He really you can just grovel. It's incredible. You should yourself this much. <laughs> all right. Are you all ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see that um, Mima is um, pouring various... Uh, it looks like she had bottled a bunch of stuff that she had put together last night, like these potions that she had kind of made uh, with the help of the other druids. They start passing it along. Um, you see she takes these tinctures um, and pours them into a cauldron um, and then wraps them up into like a, a big cloth. Um, you see that um, Bumpy comes uh, to see you guys off. Uh, you see she hands the cauldron with the cloth to uh, Pinochle. Um, and Pinochle... <laughs> flies up into the air with it and uh, you see that she looks up to two nearby trees and she goes, Blanche! Barlow! Assume the position! 
Uh, you see these two trees begin moving, revealing themselves to be tree ants. You oh. hear huge creaks as their giant oaken branches extend. You see Meemaw nods to uh, a chipper monk uh, who climbs up a nearby tree. Uh, and a moment later, uh, it signals uh, Pinochle, uh to fly by. Uh, and Pinochle drops the cauldron so that it waters the two tree ants the concoc- with the concoction that Meemaw was just putting together. And you see as the potion hits their leaves, uh, they begin to shimmer and shine with power as their leaves and branches twist and turn to make an elaborate gate. The perimeter of it glows as the branches intertwine. The glow intensifies until building to a flash, and when it settles back to a normal glow, uh, you can see beyond it a blurry passage into a new world. Um, You could just make out uh, various shapes of, like, large beasts from afar and, like, greenery. Wow. Duck Troop, take notes. That was an incredible performance. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Meemaw uh, looks at you guys and goes, be careful. Oberon is friend to nature. He can be an ally to druids, but he typically does not like humanoids. Now, you're bringing him his serpent, so you're different than most humanoids, but just know fighting him is not an option. Okay. I don't think I'm planning on it. (laughs) It's just a a family reunion. That's all it is. Uh Some people came by and they told me about how you dealt with Emmett. And Emmett style's not going to work here. Don't do it Emmett style? Don't do it Emmett style. I do see Emmett peeking out from behind that tree, so we should probably get going. He came to see you off. We had to tell him that uh, we were busy. (laughs) I don't think the way... Yeah. Emmett, my friend wants to pledge himself to you. you. <laughs> uh, you see, Mima stops that from happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Emmett needs to stay here. Um, Bumpy, do you want to come? It's been so great traveling with you. You know, I think I might need to stick around the creek for a little bit, especially considering that we might have trouble brewing. Uh, we need to start getting ready in case there's an attack. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, one quick thing. Eloise, if you could make my helmet look like a bowl cut in honor of my friend Bumpy, I would love that. Helmet like a bowl cut. Uh, she takes notes. She's great. I'd like mine to look like a sunflower. For a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you said the size was what? XXS. <laughs> Do you want me to just put a little flower on your head, essentially? Yeah. And I guess I'm realizing like the, whole thing the whole thing is a sunflower. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but you're saying XX small. Okay. But it's the size all right. of the top. Yeah. By the way, if all, right. all of these like adjustments are going to make the lead time longer, they can just be standard. Right? <laughs> all right. Yeah. I was going to say a couple weeks. Yeah. A couple weeks. Fuck. I think you should probably just wait for Bumpy's hair to grow out so he can right. use his actual hair. All right. Do you want to do a hand squeeze? Do theater kid hand squeeze, and I guess let's go through. Let's walk through this gate. Sweet. Um, You guys uh, and the serpent and Foster uh, step through the gate. Um, You see the structure glows with magical power, and you feel the sensation of having a spell cast on you. There's a flash, and when your eyes clear, you are on the other side in the beast lands. And uh, when you turn around, you see that the gate is gone. And really quickly, as the circle is starting to close, Mima goes, Oh, I forgot to mention, you gotta find a way out! What? <laughs> and it closes. <laughs> <laughs> huh. okay, okay, that, that shouldn't be too hard. I'm sure that, you know, it, yeah. you, you bring a guy a snake, he's gonna give you another favor in return. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe I'll just kick us out. <laughs> uh, you guys see 
rolling hills of green uh, behind you, teeming with life. Huge animals flying overhead and grazing nearby. Oh. You see birds the size of dragons. Wow, that bird uh, could kick my ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look overhead and you see Most just a a huge fucking bluebird. <laughs> like a bluebird the size of a young dragon. Just, ah! 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 Oh my god. Ah! Jeez, you know it's like what? three I don't even want to leave. <laughs> Calder's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> you see, Foster looks around kind of happily. <laughs> Foster flaps around, looks excited. Um, you see like enormous bobcats. Uh, like they look like bigger than tigers hunting dire squirrels, squirrels the size of like dogs, just oh fighting back and forth. <laughs> Um, nearby, extremely jacked cows and bulls are eating grass. Uh, just absolutely <laughs> I fucking pity huge. that grass. Um, everybody, routine? go ahead and give me perception checks. Muscle milk, I guess. 10. 17. Ugh, another three. Okay. Comes a seven. Um, you guys look around, and um, on the one side, you guys have these rolling hills with all these animals. Um, and on the other, you see that the landscape sharply drops off a cliff. Um, and you see that you are quite high up here. Um, you can look down and you see miles of beast lands from here. Um, it looks like you're on a giant floating island. You can see white fluffy clouds off the sides that look like they just go off into like a misty abyss. And on the circular island itself, you see that the terrains and climates of the different sections change sharply. There's like no transitional area. It looks like you can be bordering one area that's jungle and then kind of just step into desert on your next stride. Um, you see that uh, there are several suns and moons in the sky surrounding the floating island in various states of setting and rising. And you see the centerpiece of the entire island is an enormous tree with gnarled branches and roots. Uh, and you see that Foster and the serpent seem to be looking over in that direction. I think I just pointed out to everyone, looks like that tree is our destination. Yeah, that grandpa tree over there. Okay, yeah. Wow, this place is insane. Yeah, I was like yeah. just getting used to the living wood, and this is like 10 living woods all wrapped together. Um, I feel like I'm breaking out in hives or something. It might just be the, it might just be the nanoflies, though. You are breaking out in hives. Oh, God. Ah! <laughs> you see the blue jays hovering above Saul. Oh, shit, they love He's hives. looking more worm-like than ever. <laughs> Somehow not the serpent. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Let's get into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to being smaller than everything, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> this but this is ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> um, you guys uh, board the Serpent Express, um, and you guys fly off towards the tree in the center. And as you do, you feel the quick shifting of climates and wind patterns as you glide from one area uh, to another um, before finally settling in the shade of this enormous tree. Uh, and you guys, as you get close, you see a face carved into it. Uh, it looks like a primordial Eladrin, much taller and uh, wider than someone with elven ancestry. Looks like a giant elf, essentially. And as you guys are uh, looking at this face, as you, as you see it, as you approach this tree, uh, you suddenly feel rain falling down on your head. Is it me? Kelly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you feel these droplets. Uh, you look at them. It is not you, Callie. It is blood. Specks of red falling from the branches above. Oh. 
Uh, oh. Hold on. Yeah. Um, that's not me. Saul gets out the scarf he was working on and starts wiping himself off. <laughs> As you guys look up, you see an Eladrin gutted and hanging upside down, being bled out like a hunter would oh. do to a deer. And that's where we'll end our session. What? No, Whoa. no, I roll for investigation. I roll. Nope, sorry. <laughs> I'm holding the dice in my hand. I it beg has you. to end on the creepy thing. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. Honestly, we can it's discuss fair. theories on this mysterious Aladrin <laughs> on the short rest. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a short rest where we surely, talk about what happened in the episode. Surely incredibly important. Um, hmm. Head on over to uh, uh, our short rest. You can get that over on patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Do not sing it. Don't do it. Do it. Does anybody have anything? No. (laughs) Does anybody? Everyone shut up. Everyone shut the fuck up. Ship's coming in. (laughs) Shut up. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? I will plug nadpod.com slash live. Ooh, I I love that. I love that part of our website. I think that there are live shows. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We got live shows on the horizon. We definitely have live shows. They're on the horizon. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what? Buy tickets to Nashville. I think all the other ones are sold out. Whoa. Just Caldwell's hometown, huh? Yeah. Better fucking show up for you guys. (laughs) You guys guys better show up. (laughs) I thought you were fucking popular at school. I told you multiple times I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I did improv. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So check out nadpod.com slash live for those. Yeah. Um, I will, let's see. Yeah, I'll, I'll shout out some stuff from our P.O. box, if that's cool. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Charles T. sent us some Campaign 3 art they did, including a very sexy Saul, and more importantly, four McDonald's toys based on the 90s cartoon, The Mighty Ducks. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I don't know if, if you are old enough to remember those, but um, they were like the little hockey pucks with ducks on them, and you could like wind them up and let them go. <laughs> Um, so you know we're going to be playing with those. Oh, yeah. sessions. Um, AJ, a.k.a. Uh, at Montoya Sin, sent us a bunch of cool 3D printed stuff, including an item called the Wand of Life Stealing, complete with homebrew item description. Mm. It's really oh. rad. Yeah. Um, cool stuff. I, I'm going to be using it next episode. So get, wow. get it. You're going to kill Oberon. Had <laughs> 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 in my back pocket. Um, let's see. Michael C., a.k.a. The Bad Boy, a.k.a. The Creator of Dice Person, sent us the rules for a game they invented aptly named Dice Person. Nice. Okay. Um, it's great. It involves uh, rolling dice, doing chuck checks. Whoa. <laughs> Do they just create I'm it? I'm <laughs> in. I Say it... no more. I'm in. Wait, wait, wait. There is more. Oh, okay. And it's even greater because... Uh, you win when you win you get a hat bestowed upon your head uh and the winner gets to say i am the dice person wow <laughs> chuck checks and hats <laughs> it's the perfect game yeah um oh uh tom h and megan f sent us authentic church of dice christ d20 rosaries and a holy oh, stole with a God. one in 20 at the end are they guaranteed authentic yeah yeah no All they've right. been blessed in the water oh, wow All right. wow <laughs> gotta be blessed in the water checks out then <laughs> Uh, yeah, thank you for these raiments. We will be uh, donning them for our next court session. Uh, ben Piper sent us a copy of their book, Welcome to Fabulous Cyberslavia, and also a huge packet of homebrew stuff from Murph based on the work of Brandon Sanderson. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh, I promise I didn't peek at any of it, Ben. So, Murph, you're free to use it. Thank you so much for everyone that sent us stuff. 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California. Uh, 90027 is our P.O. Box if you'd like to send us things. Sweet. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use at CHVersMe, at Caldy's Caldwell, at Demily, and at Jake Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. Yeah.
It is once again the end of our episode, which means it's once again time to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Let's get right to it. Jeffrey S., UC, Later McSkater, Matt M., Jordan DJ, Cutter W., Daniel G., The J-Pod, Dylan B., who is selling a Galad trading card for 100 brown leaves. Dungeon Mama, parentheses, not sexual. Danielle, the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P., Michael McD., Vincent W., Miss Tear Cole, Victor T., a.k.a. Balnor's Boy, Dominic P., Andrew B., Justin I., Ragnar Ferdwind, TJM, Trey The Cray, Christopher B, Damiel R, Brianna B, cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Jerry, master of the guy horn, Richard X Machina, Michael L, Taylor S, Callum L, Jack L, Sam L, Nicholas C, Thadiator Le Gladiator, Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Angry Wheat, and I started a work volleyball team called Duck Team. We fucking suck. Keep up the bad work. So excited for you, Angry Wheat. Adam G, Tyler F, Faust the Feisty, Panama James, Andrew the Bard. Nope, sorry, just Andrew the Druid here. All good by me. Adrian the Halfling Bardificer, Rex Daniel the White, Captain Sigil, Diana de los Lopez, CC Lulu. Hercule Poirot, the Rabbit Folk Detective, Timmy R, Lucas B, Reiko, It's Kevin, Cody B, Calder's Cold Come, Hashtag Rise My Comrades, Spread the Camaraderie, Wow, KDW, Taylor B, The Vengeful One-Winged Angel, Cass Skateboard Cass, Captain of the Stevens, Stephen Cole, Mike K, Lady Taco, Brian G, Joy T, Nara, K, Jake L, Nick W, Brave the Badger, Foster the Ghostly Duck says, Happy Halloween, whack, 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 Aaron the Asshole Ranger, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, Glad Roselle, the White Rose of Galateron, Christian A, J. Dragonborn, Joro, the Inappropro, Liam D, the Sandrean, Ben A, Feldonis, John the Third, Dave H, Vivian, Koala Bear, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, who is planning a Feywild-style engagement party. Wow, that sounds like a night to remember. Have fun. The Time Walker. Marky Mark, the Marvelous Mining Engineer, Cat C, Kelsey J, Porkchop, Misa of House Inzunza, Ariel, the Occasional Mermaid, Selena N, a.k.a. Velociraptor, B, Perky Always, Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Ryan S, the Bone Duster, Annie M, the Crochet Crafting Queen, the Charming Fluff, Robot Crisps, Telly Kitty Creations fan illustrator, insert request here. Oh, wow, that was a juicy episode. I'd have to either go with Callie having a meet and greet with the serpent, or of course, Saul hanging out with his best buddy, Emmett. Up to you. Ploops, Carly A, Addie K, AP Cleric, Lori P, 
Just a raccoon that has a gun. Normal. I love it. Connor S. Christopher J. Pebblepot. To the Do-Riders, my first D&D party. May all our adventures be wondrous. Thank you for being my friends. Ah, oh, so sweet. Salil. Leviathan. Bioquirt 7. Amber Dextrist. Sullivan H. Trob Hopdropper. Sydney Tatum. Jack Hubert, strong Caldwell conspiracy theorist. Thank you, my friend. Keep spreading the word. Fenderay says, at C.H. Murph, who's a nasty little pee-pee boy. Your word's not mine. Garble the Moist. Lindsay W. Juicy Kiwi. Seeing Nadpod live for the second time this year. Hell yeah, second time's a charm. Champ Wild. Valen. Beep. Carlin C. Emily S. Cody and T.R.E.P. Pendergreen's roommates. Wow, so brave. Harry Cox, Noah, the bagel of all things, Justin LeBee, Tori, Levi L, Dandy, Miss Bunny, Marcos P, Jordan P, the occasional crit reporter, Learns, the balanced druid, Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, self-proclaimed fae prince, Tracy P, the crick elf librarian, Friar Frizz, Andy E, Holly H, Kristen Z, the I will use what you love against you DM. Incredible. Leia C, Paige H, Helen of Briz, Maybe, Pixel Stars, Akash T, Kristen with a K, Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo. Yes, the whole thing. Yes, every time. Neos, the novice monster hunter. Our strangely familiar new friend Simon. We all had a shared dream, and we sang and listened to Artemis and Parts of All by Gunship. Cool song. Patrick, Nate H, Michael, the Esri Pop Idol, Morgan M, Appealing Sticker, Stephen E, Happy Bladed Birthday, Calvin. Sorry the Vancouver NADPOD live show got pushed eight months. We're sorry too, but that's just how it is sometimes. Happy birthday, Calvin. Sydney and Andrew L, John Adams. Yes, like the president. Wow, what an honor. Meg, the mail carrier of Bohemia. James F. Cap and Cappy. M4L. Wayfarer. Currently in a trademark dispute with Mothership over the patent on the SS Storm Bjorn. Good luck. Andrew B. Cope Fresh. Barpo Goodbarrel, the barbarian and brewer emeritus of Waterdeep. Welshlander. Garrett G. A.K.A. One Big Curd. Eric M. Mr. D. Dana Daisy. Mr. Sillyhead. Monster Captain Renee S. Hop, the Dancing Rabbit. Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of hope. Olivia, the Enchanting Bard, who will totally be making money and a grand novel off of the Duck Team Tales with an on-the-go, all-the-stop show. Blue Slade, the Artificer. Michaela R. Riley S. Sir Sig 93. Fico, Angry Wheat. The game itself, just trying to find himself. Damn. Tony G. Corbo's Calamitous Come Shot, hashtag CCC forever. Sorry, Jake. All right, all right, all right. Josh H. Jack, the Jack's Jinxing Rogue on the run with Bohemia's balls. Come back here with my balls. A horse killed by hard one. Mango Empanadas. Timidar. Yes, I'm the twin brother of Dimidar. No, I'm not proud of it. Rented Mules. Trogdor, the Burninator. Clementine T. Caleb L. Simone tried whiskey and liked it. Morgan, hell yeah. Welcome aboard the good ship whiskey. This message has been brought to you by fairies in support of hashtag CCC. Oh God, their number keeps growing. What are we going to do? Henke, the arcane trickster goose. 
Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie-wearing barbarian with a bad back, Papa Wookie, MJ, the BFG drinking tea by the sea, Little Ferret Pal, Samantha K, a big squid, Cronus Maximus, Gino T, Squid Minty, Aiden F, Crichton McIn, Fae Father, Father of the Fae, Mama Bell, Miko, the Noid Elf, and Sheldon, the Mushroom Turtle. Whew, thank you all so, so much for your continued patronage. We love you all. You honor us. Uh, if you would like to join this illustrious number, go to patreon.com slash nadpod. That is all from us for this week. We will see you again soon. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>